For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, all you Blue Jays fans out there, and welcome to the Jaybird Watching Gamecast. I am Craig Borden, your host as typical. So, anyways, uh, all this talented youth that I've been telling you throughout the minor league system is starting to translate in a big way at the major league level as the Blue Jays beat up the White Sox in a 7-4 win to improve to 48-56. and It was pretty much led by two youngsters yesterday, and, and uh, Ryan Barucki was the main key on the mound. Ryan Barucki has got a 2.83 ERA after six starts now, and in my opinion, has fully cemented his spot in this rotation. Six innings of work yesterday from him, only allowing six hits, two earned runs, walked just one batter, and struck out five as he completely... Um, control the strike zone for these uh, White Sox hitters. And don't rest on the um, Chicago White Sox either as they are a very young and talented team um, just looking for experience. And Ryan Barucki went with went toe-to-toe with future ace Carlos Rodon. And Rodon was on fire through seven and two-thirds until the Blue Jays finally get to him and take the lead, and then the Blue Jays just completely attacked the bullpen of the Chicago White Sox in the top of the ninth inning. We will get to that shortly. So the other talented youth that I want to make sure I mention, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., and sweet Lord, has he been on fire. 11 games in a row with multi-hit performances. He is the first rookie to do that many games in a row with multi-hit game or multi-hit performances since Shoeless Joe Jackson in the year 1911. So, been a little while. And now he ranks third in Major League Baseball, period, in the record books. Uh, tied with a plethora of Hall of Fame names and just insanely good talent from uh, Lars Gurriel Jr. as he goes three for five with this game with another two RBIs. Just insane production from the youngster. And like I said, sweet Lord, is he on fire. So Elasmus Diaz kicked off this party in the offense with his 10th home run of the season, the big fly to center field, uh, got the Blue Jays on the board in the top of the fifth. Moving right along, the eighth inning, Loris Gurriel Jr. Single, singles in Brandon Drury to, you know, first solidify his multi-hit performance and then get his first RBI of this game. In the ninth, I said, said everything kind of went nuts for the uh, Chicago White Sox bullpen as the Blue Jays just completely pounced on him. Teoscar Hernandez ties up the game with a th- with a home run um, at three. Now the Blue Jays were tied. Brandon Drury would end up coming in and doubling in Ledmus Diaz after that. Luke Naley getting in the action as he mails home Brandon Drury after that on a back-to-back double situation. Loris Gurriel Jr. would then come in and hit Luke Maley home on another single as he goes it picks up his third hit in his second RBI of the game. So 
this team is very young and very talented for the Toronto Blue Jays, as shown by some of these guys I've been highlighting. Um, Randall Grychuk has also been on fire, and we're getting just enough uh, from Kendris Morales and others to make a nice little push here at the end of the season. My expectation is that some of these guys might get traded as far as the veteran talent goes. Uh, Kendris Morales has at least revitalized himself as a possible trade chip. Not a good one, but possible trade chip. And some of these other guys are just going to continue to roll with it. Teoscar Hernandez has pick, picked up his 16th home run of the season, and he's pacing to get hit up to 20 at least here in the next couple months. So there's going to be more coming, and we're going to talk about the minor league system here in just a moment. So stay with us. So let's dive right into that minor league action here on the uh, morning match of the Jay Bird watching GameCast. So um, not a lot of offense for the Buffalo Bisons as they get taken down by the Indianapolis Indians two to nothing. Um, plenty of offense is coming though, as they're going to have new third baseman Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who will be joining the team to on Tuesday as they get to back into action. Um, Vlad was um, promoted over the weekend here and lo- had the lovely day off of being able to share the moment with his father um, in Cooperstown, New York, as Vlad Sr. is inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. So a nice road trip from New Hampshire for him as he's going to get to settle in and get to play Tuesday with the Buffalo Bisons. But on Sunday's action, like I mentioned, barely any offense to speak of. And by barely, I mean uh, Brandon McKenney, new member, is the only offense because he picked up the one lone hit by the uh, Buffalo Bisons as the Indianapolis pitchers uh, were magnifico, as Damian Magnifico was uh, completely dominant through five innings. And then the bullpen picked it right up for the Indians after that. So insanely good performance for the Indianapolis pitchers. But on our side, things weren't too bad either. Matt Tracy pitched six strong innings of shutout baseball, allowing just one hit himself. Four walks, though, but four strikeouts to balance things out. And I completely didn't notice that was a doubleheader yesterday. So Craig Breslow um, picks up his loss in this one as he allows two runs in the other ones. And we're going to have to go back in time here and get to game one. That's my bad, everybody. I forgot they had a doubleheader yesterday. So as I backtrack here, the Buffalo Bisons offense was slightly better in a 2-1 to victory in game one. So I'm sorry that we're working backwards here, but that's just how it's going to be here on the you know, morning edition of the Jaybird watching GameCast. So um, just enough offense, like I mentioned, as in the um, – First or second inning, Darnell Sweeney hit a sack fly to drive in Anthony Alford. And then the only other run that we needed, Tim Lopes doubles home Darnell Sweeney as the Buffalo Bisons win 2-1 to one over the Indianapolis Indians in game one. Seven hits picked up and a solid performance by Brian McKinney as a pinch hitter in this one for Dalton Pompey. Um, the expectations, I haven't read why Dalton Pompey was taken out of this game, but uh, so was uh, Joe Urshela also being taken out of this game for a pinch hitter in the early parts of this game. So um, the expectation is maybe they're somehow joining the team for the Toronto Blue Jays in the Oakland or whatever it might be. Maybe it's trade talk. I'm not sure. Either way, Brandon McKenney went two for three with a strikeout and led the offense for the Buffalo Bisons. Zach Stewart 
great performance for him on the mound as he picks up his first win as a Buffalo Bison this season, as he is a former farmhand of the Toronto Blue Jays. Did not play with Buffalo in his previous stints. Uh, five innings of work from him, four hits, just one earned run while walking two and striking out three. Roberto Asuna gets an inning of work as he picks up his second hold, allows two hits in his inning of work, and struck out a pair. Justin Schaefer picks up his ninth save of the season with a perfect seventh inning as the Bisons split the doubleheader against the Indianapolis Indians. Moving right along, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats completely dive all over the Hartford Yard Goats in an 8-1 to victory where they pick up 11 hits. So this offense in the last two nights since Vlad has not been there um, doesn't seem to be hurting. In the leadoff spot, Bo had led the way yesterday on Saturday as he picked up another home run, a triple, and I believe he was just a double short of this cycle. One for five performance for him. Um, and everything in the middle of the lineup just continues to click as Harold Ramirez picks up another uh, home run, his seventh of the season, and went one for five. John Birdie getting in on the action as usual, but um, I'm kind of surprised to see him in the cleanup spot, going two for four with a run scored. Max Pentecost um, getting in really good on this action here. A three for four performance with him with a double and two runs scored along with an RBI. Great performance from the young catcher. And uh, honestly, I think he's one of the better catching prospects we have as well. It's been good to see him actually catching for the full time this season instead of being a DH slash first baseman. Connor Panis getting in uh, two runs scored as well as Santiago Espinal drives in a pair. But then we're going to get to the highlight of the night, which is Eduard Pinto. Eduard Pinto had... Yeah, Four RBIs in this game and a two-for-four performance with a, a two-run blast as well. His second home run of the season. Great performance as all that offense backs up a ridiculous start by TJ Zoik. Six innings of strong work, five hits, no earned runs while striking out five with no walks. TJ Zoik is coming fast, everybody. Getting that name in your head because he has been on fire for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. 3.32 ERA with a 7-4 and four record in this high-octane offense in New Hampshire. Nick Hartman also uh, got in the action. Two innings of work from him, two hits, only allowing one run, and then Zach Jackson picks up the remaining inning as this uh, game comes to a close. So great work by the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, finding plenty of offense in this one. Moving right along, the Dunedin Blue Jays took out the um, Jupiter Hammerheads as they win this one 3-2. to two. Solid performance as the Dunedin Blue Jays continue to run up their record. They're 54-51 and 51 on the season and look to get uh, another second-half trophy for the uh, Florida State League. Kevin Smith leading the way in this one with a solo home run, his 12th since joining the Dunedin Blue Jays, and he has just been a pleasure to watch. And batting in a three spot with a one for four performance. Joshua Placios batting in the leadoff spot and being a great table setter with another two for four evening. And then the rest of the RBIs were picked up by Casey Clemens and, and Brandon Jacob. And the two of them are doing all right as far as things go. I think they're going to both improve very nicely. Uh, Casey Clemens got off to a tear with the Lansing Lugnuts and has been looking to uh, stable things out since joining the Dunedin Blue Jays. Um, Yesney Diaz, a great start from him. 
six innings of work, six hits, only allowing one earned run on a solo blast. Um, improves his ERA for the Florida State League to 3.84. Great spot for him. Ty Tice would come in, and he's not just one of the coolest names in the Deneen Blue Jays rotation, but picking up his fourth win in a two-inning two performance, allowing just one hit and striking out a pair, and then Nick Fishman would come in and get the save, his seventh of the season. Great performance as well as the Deneen Blue Jays continue to improve and run with their second half here. Last stop on the minor league train here, we're going to have the Lansing Lugguts who are visiting the Dayton Dragons. And the Dragons, unfortunately, got the best of the Lansing Lugnuts as they melt them for eight runs in this 16 hits. The Lugnuts were only able to salvage two runs out of those four hits. Um, unfortunately, they went 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position as they could just not find a way to get to the Dayton Dragons pitchers. And unfortunately, that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Uh, Jordan Bartlett, unfortunately, got attacked in the uh, second and third innings by the Dragons as he went in three and a third with nine hits and four runs. Only walked one batter, but didn't strike out any. Brian Bocci would come in and pitch an inning in two-thirds, kind of leveled everything out. Then, unfortunately for Emerson Jimenez, everything kind of came off the handle again in the sixth and seventh innings for the date for the Lansing Lugnuts as he allows four earned runs on seven hits in his inning and two thirds. Everything would get leveled out for Orlando Pasquale, but um, by that point it was unfortunately too little too late as the offense just could not get back into this. And Lansing Lugnuts just fall eight to two. The little bit of offense that they did muster was in the seventh inning as they tried to get back into the game. Samad Taylor walked in Norberto Alboso on a bases-loaded deal. And then Chavez Young also walked as Ryan Gold scored in that same situation. So the only runs scored by the Lansing Lugnuts, unfortunately, were gifted to us by the uh, Dayton Dragons in an evening where they uh, just couldn't get the bats going. But everything will hopefully level out as they can move on and wrap this series up the next couple days against the Dayton Dragons. So, And then they get to come home, I believe, on Wednesday to take on South Bend Cubbies. So they'll wrap up these last two games in Dayton, and then they make the next trip home and hopefully reconstitute everything and get going. So last bit of things. We'll jump in here and we'll talk. Marco Estrada is going to be taking the mound against Edwin Jackson as the Blue Jays travel all the way from Chicago to Oakland to take on the A's. The Blue Jays will be looking to uh, pour some water on the hot uh, Oakland A's team. And we'll hope to see Marco Estrada healthy and getting back into the swing of things. He is currently 4-7 and seven with a 4.72 ERA. Edwin Jackson for the A's, 1-2 on the year and has a 3.86 ERA is he's shown that he actually can revitalize his major league career as he picks this game up. So Blue Jays will look to keep those hot bats going and ride, uh, hopefully a good start for Marco Estrada as they might hope to still trade him here before the trade deadline at the end of the month. So a couple days in we're closing. And anyways, don't forget if you're looking for seats, hit up seatgiant.ca for whatever your concert 
or your sporting event that you're looking to get to is and use the, the promo code jaybird and maybe you'll be able to get a nice little five percent discount on your tickets and don't forget as well hit those subscribe buttons so you can join us here every weekday morning i will be traveling to grand rapids michigan tomorrow so the show might be a little late but we'll see what i can get going in the morning so anyways thank you everybody for listening and go blue jays without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.